0: Welcome to Theatre Club Podcast. Today I am here with my sister Alice. Hey! And Madeline. Hello! So, let's launch straight in, as always, to Alice's top tip.
1: My top tip this week is sort of a Christmas show. It's Swan Lake at the Sadler's Wells Theatre. So it's the famous ballet of Swan Lake, but taken it by Matthew Bourne. And it's very famous because it's um, all the swans are played by men. And then they come out and they, they've they got buzz cuts with a great big sort of b- the black line and black eye makeup. They're very powerful, like how swans are. They're very aggressive in a way mm. and masculine. And they've got these, they've got bare chest. They're very white skinned. And then they've got the sort of feathered legs. Mm. And it's the There's a central love story in it. And that's also been subverted a bit, hasn't it? Is that two men? Yeah, it's two men. Two men. It's so good. I've seen it twice. I love it and I'm so pleased that it's back. So Swan Lake at Saddleswell starts on the 4th of December through to the 27th of January. But if you're not in London, uh, it's a touring production and it's going everywhere. It's going to Bournemouth, Southampton, Norwich, um, Woking, Newcastle, Sheffield, everywhere. Just go onto the New Adventures website and it'll tell you where it's travelling around to. Yeah. Milton Keynes.
0: It's a show that you have to see. It's like a... yeah you know, one of those shows that's been around for a while, it comes back every night, you've got to see it.
2: And even if you are kind of like, oh,
1: I don't know about ballet, mm. this is a great thing to see. It's incredibly accessible. Oh, yeah. oh you could take you could it's take your husband, anyone. you could take your children, yeah. you could take anyone who's not into theatre or you could take somebody that loves traditional theatre but that they would still love this. There's not Absolutely. a person out there who would not enjoy this. Absolutely. So that's it.
0: That's a great
2: tab tip.
1: Cool.
0: So, Madeline, a couple of episodes ago, you told us about Heather's. <gasps> we have been just slack on Heather's. I don't know why, when it was at St. James's, it, well, it did sell out. I mean, the yeah, other palace. It really did. did sell out. Mm. And then when it moved to the West End, I don't know why we were just slow on not we seeing it. We dropped the ball. We the ball. There were just other things.
2: Yeah, there was a lot going lots on. Lots
0: going on. And I just don't know why. I just, And I knew it had this huge fan base. Anyway, don't beat yourself up. We stupidly were like, well, this is the last week it's on. So a couple of weeks back, it was its final week. And we thought, well, this is it if we don't try now. now so or I never. thought. Well, I'll try to go do day seats. I had a day off work and I thought on a Wednesday, I thought I'll go. I went at 7.30. I got there in the morning, which was early. To the Haymarket. Yes, which was early enough, let me tell you. And there were already 11 people there.
2: O-M-G. And there's
0: only 12 seats in the front row. And it's usually I probably would have held out and thought, well, they might offer me something else. But it was a sold out show. So I thought, well, that's it. They're definitely not... I don't know, there were other people, like, the nine and ten in the queue. I'm like, why are you here? Because I went down the line and asked people, how many tickets are you getting? You're
2: such a nosy partner. And a
0: couple... Well, no, no, no. That is day seat (laughs) standard To walk up and down the queue and be like, how many are you getting? Because you can get two per person. So you need to know how many. You need to know whether it's worth your while. So it's always worth asking people, are you doing matinee or evening? If it's a two-show
2: day, are you getting one or two?
1: Yeah. So then he was texting me, and he's like, I haven't got them. It's not possible, and what's the point in life? Yeah.
2: (laughs) And we might as well just roll over. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway,
1: so then he was texting me and I said, why don't you go to Chicago? Because this is the first week that Todrick... Right, and so that's when my you know I really wanted to see it. um, Chadwick
0: Cool, for those who don't know, is he was on American Idol, YouTube star, and he is on RuPaul's Drag Race frequently as a a choreographer, mentor. guest And there's
2: also the amazing episode of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy where he appears, and it is if you don't cry at that, then you do not have
0: a soul. Oh my god, I haven't seen that one yet.
2: What? Oh my god,
0: guys, I'm behind on Queer Eye. I haven't seen it yet. Oh my god, as soon as it drops, I've watched
2: every episode. Like, I like
0: to portion them out. You're crazy, man.
1: You need to. Okay, watch well, and control. Watch Tom Todrick. The really Tom okay.
0: is sincere. I will watch it at some point.
1: Okay. So I was really excited um, when he when it was announced that he was doing it because when it was Martin Kemp, I was like, Meh. when it was Cuba Gooding Jr., I was like, Meh. Yeah, oh no, I'd be major the... mia for Cuba. Yeah. He yeah. Doesn't so have the vocal. I said to him, go get down there and um, see what we can get
0: because they're not doing day seats as a policy. The, oh gosh, Chicago, okay. there's no day seats available. But I had looked online the day before just as a. Out of interest, mm-hmm. and I saw there were a lot of empty seats, yeah. so I thought, you know what? There's probably a chance they might give me some sort of offer to uh-huh. fill the house up. So I went at ten o'clock to the box office, and lo and behold, they offered me twenty five pound seats okay. for seats that were sixty two quid. I think. Oh, that's
2: amazing! So where yeah. were the seats?
0: I had the choice of further back in the stools or like in the middle of the dress, and I thought I'd rather actually have a I'd bit middle of the, of the, the dress height.
2: All, every time.
0: So we went for the dress. They were really good seats. Um, for £25, especially as they're usually 62 they'd closed the upper circle as well, which is interesting. I oh, bought, very telling. I could have bought back row of the circle for 12 quid And, and been
1: moved down. Because
0: when I got to the door, Jesus. I overheard mm. them saying to people, oh, we've upgraded your tickets, we've closed the dress... Uh, not the dress. Upper. The, the upper circle. Because
1: right. you know I've never seen it, Madeline.
2: Have you not? No. Do you know what? I don't think I have either, no. actually. No, now I think about it. No, I definitely and I'm, haven't.
1: I'm like, amazed that I haven't seen it because you just think...
2: Yeah, it's completely a staple that you should have.
1: Yeah, but I've never seen it. And I love the film. Yeah. Like, it's one of my faves.
2: See, it's it's not one of mine, hun, because I'm not a fan of either Renée or I Catherine. But I in thought that Catherine Jones did a
0: great job, yeah. I think she did
1: a brilliant job. And Renée, it's her standout role. Yeah. After Bridget Jones. I mean, Bridget Jones is her best role.
0: I know the film really well. Love the film. So mm-hmm. going to the stage version, I knew that it's very, not very different, but it's different. Okay. Firstly, it's a stage show and secondly, it is kind of, it's from the 70s and it's kind of almost Brechtian in style. I knew that about the stage show so I knew it wasn't going to be like a high gloss like the film is. Yeah. And the film almost moves away from the fact that it's a musical in that they stage it all in her mind so it makes it kind of more realistic, whereas this is the opposite. In that you see the performers on stage, the band are on stage. All the performers stay on stage throughout oh, the whole right. show. So it's like the club. Yes. Okay. And you see the band all the time. The performers are always on stage. The costumes remain the same. They just put on hats and play different characters. There is no
1: scenery. Aww. There's no scenery. So you don't think you're in a Yeah.
0: So that's something I think people have been to see the stage version. Younger people have seen the film and been disappointed. Yeah. Because they think it's going mean, to be like the a film. The costumes
2: st- change oh, for no. sure.
0: No, so nothing it, like that. Well. There are, but it's all these sleek, sexy costumes. So it's just like stripped back kind of Brecht almost style. Yeah. This is a
1: really random reference, but if you've ever seen Elite Syncopations by the Royal Ballet, it's that, yes. isn't it? They, the In this ballet, the dancers sit on chairs and they get up, go up and take turns and do dances together and mm. they're all clapping and walking around and talking.
0: Choreographed at a similar time, uses ragtime jazz music. It was very popular, I guess, at the time. Yeah,
1: that beer um, thing. yeah. Um, and so
0: our Roxy was Sarah S- uh, Sotrat, I can't pronounce her name. Oh, She's Belgian.
1: I really liked her. And actually, what I thought was interesting. So you know how in the film, I always feel Catherine Zeta-Jones steals the show because she looks yeah. sensational, and she uh, she was she and she a has huge all star. that um,
0: pathos of being older and sort of a fading star and having the jealousy and desperation, Miss Velma Kelly in an act of desperation. Yeah,
1: and she sort of. Yeah, she goes from being the. When she gets to the prison, she's obviously the big star. Yeah. And at the end, she's got like holes in her stockings. Yeah. You know. And in this, uh, Velma's role was. Like forgettable for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas...
0: Josephina Gabrielle played her, and she was she was good. She's been in it before. I think she played Roxy in the in an early production in the nineties or early two thousands. I
1: just felt like she didn't give it enough. I felt like she was just going through the motions. It was a bit a too bit. broad.
0: It didn't have the depth. desperation or the depth. Whereas I think Roxy did. Have a few more levels to her performance. I really
1: enjoyed Roxy. she stole the show for me. Whereas yeah. in the film, it's she's less of a character. But in this, it's it's her story. Yeah, it's literally just her all the way through, and film is just a side bit that kind of comes on. Um, what else do we need to say about Chicago? Oh, Todrick.
0: Todrick was great. Oh my god! So he, excuse when he me? Came excuse on, me. Yeah, go on. The, I felt the energy lift. Not that it was low, but the energy lifted. He he had a presence about him. I think. Also, it's always good to see an American. Star in something, you can feel the like authenticity of the accent for a start.
1: And he can sing, he can dance, he's doing pirouettes. Oh, They're not faltering. Quadruple yeah. he's, vibes. He's, he's interacting with the audience. He's throwing sticks. He's throwing his hat. Like it's perfect. Wow. Yeah. He's, he steals the show. Oh yeah. Yeah. In he... his scenes, he's brilliant, and they do. You know that bit when he's a dummy.
0: Um, oh God. Sorry. When
1: she's a dummy and she sits. Eventually, both
0: reach it, for the gun. They
1: both reach the for yes. that song. That was the best for me. That was the best choreography of the whole thing. Mm. I thought that was amazing.
0: Yeah, the, it was lovely to see the choreography because the film Rob Marshall directed and choreographed, and it kind of it paid homage to the Fosse choreography and Ann Reichen, who did it later, but kind of made it a bit more general Broadway, yes. I think, and added a bit more. You know, he kind of wanted to make it his own, I guess, and yeah. not put Fosse on film. Whereas this is the original Fosse, so it's full, full Fosse, yeah. all that real classic classic moves you expect those flexed feet those you know awkward movements mm. and sexy like hips and all that sort of stuff and the dancers are
1: armography all in... people Ooh. flicking their wrists yeah lying on the floor and then their arms coming up and flapping and, mm-hmm. and they, were they were wearing very that.
0: sexy costumes the like sheer net tops or topless or the men that is and mm-hmm. the women are sort of in tights and it's a very sexy kind of mm, provocative that's heart show it was really good the dancing was incredible they've got you know fantastic dancers in it the band were great that was my one of my favorite bits was that the on track of the second act so when the second act starts they do an on track like a little mini overture and the band all get their own moment to like stand up and the conductors like they go wild oh, yeah, it's like I've a, a roaring 20s wild sort of they're all up on their feet that bit was really cool
1: Something else, the only other thing I want to mention is the audience. So oh when gosh. we've been oh. to see Company, obviously you're with a sort of... You're
2: with Richard Curtis with and Christopher Biggins. I mean, if you're not sitting next to Claire Sweeney, I mean, what you the know, hell are, they, are you doing?
1: Yeah, you could hear a pin drop.
2: Everyone's oh. there and... Right, that is my ish, that's a London-ish hun for me. London crowds, I would say by and large, it's like, because people are so used to being entertained all the time. And in London, it's like, unless someone's pulling a firecracker out their arse people and people just don't do anything. No,
0: I don't... She didn't mean, like, make a pin... You could oh, hear a I, pin drop well, in a oh, bad sorry. way. No, I meant... That so everyone's hear... invo- so
2: involved oh, in oh, sorry, Han. I completely misunderstood. Off, in... I thought you meant the audience were, cr- like, no, crappy. People... Sorry.
1: A company, everyone had their full attention on it and you could feel like there's a real appreciation. Yeah. So it. it
0: was raucous laughter and standing ovations and applause at all the right moments but at the moments when it's then setting into the next scene or song, everyone's they're back, they're focused on that because people are wanting Chicago, to... Chicago,
1: on the other hand, I had two chattering Nellies next to me who, are these two women who, I think one of them, they were both French and I think one of them maybe didn't speak as good at English as the other so the other one was kind of doing this like commentary or something. Oh, geez, it was Louise. constant to Full the voice. point where I had to just lean over and put my hand on her leg and... Sort and of say, punch you in the face, be quiet,
2: yeah,
1: just be quiet. And she's like, Oh, and then her other friend hadn't heard, she so started to try and do the talking again. And I could see her sort of elbowing her, being like, No, 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 we've just been told off, yeah. Anyway, in the interval, we asked to be moved because Oscar wanted to sit closer, and we moved down to the front, right front on the front of the circle. Front of yeah. circle. Oh, nice, oh no,
0: sec- two rows back,
1: okay. So moved two rows back, and we had a lovely little um. Uh, Asian girl and her boyfriend next to us.
0: No, in front of us. In
1: front of us. And then we also had um, a nice sort of couple that were next to us as well. That was all fine. But then in front of Oscar were these two women, and it was like they'd got quite drunk, Ooh. had sort of loved the film, probably loved The Greatest Showman as well. um That kind of person. Shame. And then, like, when the songs came on that they loved, the hands were in the air.
0: She was waving her hands around to razzle-dazzle, swaying from side to side. This poor little girl sitting next to her was clutching her boyfriend, like, leant right over into the other side of her yes. seat, because this woman was basically, bash, like, swaying into her seat. I eventually leant forward at the end of, like, one of the songs and said, you're going to have to calm down.
2: They are Asda as around and
0: said, no. Too Much
2: Blossom Hill. Hmm. Yeah. as to Mums. On their Blossom Hill. Yeah, Oscar well, was like, you they're...
1: are not at a Steps reunion concert now.
2: Well, they, they don't really... This ain't
1: no Hindu ladies. Yeah.
2: I guess they don't really
0: know the difference. Maybe, I mean, this is very snobby, whatever, but I assume they just don't go to theatre much and they don't know the difference between this, a Christmas panto, take that in concert at the O2. They're all just nights out for them to yeah. see entertainment. So for them, they would just enjoy oh, themselves. I'm, I would be was... very angry.
1: You can't do that when they're... Are...
0: You're ruining it for other people. You're ruining
1: it for other people because we can all see what you're doing. There aren't a load of people doing that, in which case it's...
0: Like at a concert.
1: Yeah. You're the only one moving in this sea of people. It's like when somebody puts their phone on, you're the only light I can see in this dark theatre. Ghastly. Oh, so irritating.
0: But despite that we still really enjoyed it good i think if you've seen it before this is a smaller stage a smaller everything has been scaled down mm-hmm. but i enjoyed that i kind of wish like i can imagine seeing that at an even smaller theater and enjoying it more because of the smallness of it but the dancing's fantastic the songs are brilliant it's really good todrick's great he's going to be in it till it closes it closes on the 5th of jan And just look online and see if there's a show that's not sold that many tickets. I would go and try and get them early in the morning.
2: Well, on that note, what we have to say is breaking news today. Mm. On the podcast, months ago, it feels like, we said that we'd heard a rumour that Cheryl Cole was going to be appearing in Chicago. Oh, yeah. And then today it's come out in the press that no, Cheryl is not doing it. Allegedly, allegedly, I say very clearly underlined in bold um, that it's because of her diva demands. And actually Caroline Flack is rumored to be appearing in Chicago.
1: So to finish Chicago, though, um, we, we recommend you go and see Todrick playing the character of Billy Flynn and he is engaged in that until the 14th of January next year.
2: I thought
0: it finished on the 5th. Oh, that shows what I know.
2: Oh. oh, so wait a minute. So if he's on till the 14th,
1: so is Caroline going to be with Todrick? No, I think they only have one star at a time and I think he'll finish, she And start. then she'll
2: be the biggie. Oh, yeah, oh I don't
0: me. know though, because I think Ross Kemp and Alexandra Burke were doing it. Not Ross duo. Kemp,
2: pun. <laughs> oh, Lol. Wait,
0: no. no. Who is it? Someone else <laughs> <laughs> from EastEnders. Martin Kemp. Ross Kemp is a character Oh, well, I'd go and, to and see it if
2: Ross Kemp was in it. Jeez, oh, I'd yeah. break Ross my legs Kemp. to get there. Hilarious. Do
0: you want a Chicago cocktail?
2: Yes, do I ever? So,
0: cheers, everyone! Cheers, Here's my god! To Christmas, to winter. I've made a Christmassy drink.
2: This is smells like a Christmas tree and a hot cross bun in a drink. Yeah,
0: yeah. So basically, the last, you know, the end of Chicago when they sing nowadays. And then they do the dance routine at the end. Remember in the film that they do yes. they, and that that dance is called the hot honey rag. <gasps> and it was originally called make it, keep it hot. It's now called the hot honey rag. So I thought something hot. This is honey. So this is um, whiskey. It's basically like a hot toddy it's with amazing. honey whiskey. And then I infused tea with Star Anise, clothes, oh, cinnamon. Anise.
2: That's what
0: it is. Fun fact that I was reading about that that last dance <laughs> that um, hot Honey Rag is that Bob Fosse worked in vaudeville so you know all those funny moves they do in their choreography like the sort of
1: Egyptian
0: yeah it's all those moves those were all actual vaudeville and burlesque moves there's the Shim Sham the Black Bottom the Snake Hips the Cooch Dance those are all like uh, traditional Oh Cooch
1: Dance?
0: I don't know you know that bit where they're wiggling backwards oh, yeah. with their hips like there's all those moves those are all actual vaudeville sort of
1: that's cool old school vaudeville moves my friend moves. is in Chicago next time I see him I'm going to ask him what to do to demonstrate to me what they all are (laughs) yeah
0: ask him yeah the Joe Frisco the Snake Hips the Black Bottom yeah I'm sure he'll know these are all classic fussy moves baby um let's talk about from one old show that's now been revived to an old show that never went away
2: never went away Madeline
0: recently you have dreamed a dream and time gone by I
2: have Les Miserables
0: you've heard the people sing (laughs) It was the song of angry men. Now, can we just start by saying, before you start talking about Les Mis, I've never seen Les Mis.
2: I've never Shock seen Les Mis. horror. I am shocked, stunned you could knock me over with a feather. That is a <laughs> crime against humanity that you, you two little it? show bunnies have not seen this show. Can you believe it? It's Les Mis is hands down my favourite musical. Like, hands down, right, it yeah. is amazing. I'd seen it quite a lot when I was a lot younger. Um, my sister um, was in it for quite a while. The West End? No, in okay. Edinburgh. Um, and she played the part of cassette. What um, does
1: she sing? So she Castle sings and a Cloud.
2: Castle in a Cloud, yeah, which mm, is sure. a lovely wee song. So um, my sister was in that, and so that involved us as a family, we'd sort of, I can't quite remember what the deal was, but we'd sort of free tickets for it and I got to stand on stage one night and watch it and things. So it was one of these and we knew the musical inside out. It was like a total tape in the car and a holiday type thing. Um, So I know every single song off by heart. Completely. I mean, I know it
0: quite well. I've listened to it. Don't yeah. get me wrong, and I've seen the film, but I've just never been to the to see the stage show.
2: The stage show. So that is it. So I went to see that um, the other week um, with a friend and his mother, who had, both had never seen it, and I was transported back to quite why I thought it was so amazing. But seeing two people who hadn't seen it see it
1: mm-hmm. and be
2: bowled over by it was a lovely thing to see. It's. In the Queen's Theatre on Shaftesbury Avenue, um, which is actually quite wee. And I was trying to think what it's like. It's not as little as like the Duke of York Theatre, but it feels far more intimate. If you think about a long-running show in the West End, you think it's going to be this massive, big, you like know, expansive Phantom. theatre. Phantom's eye. in
0: quite a big one, Huge, I
2: think. Yeah. It's not like that. It's much more of an intimate feel to it. Um, so the story it's worth saying of Les Miserables is it's about ostensibly there's two main characters. No plot the spoilers,
1: no plot spoilers. Do you what? not even know the
2: plot?
1: Yeah, I haven't seen the film.
2: Okay, well, oh. I'm not spoiling anything. All it is is a Based story of sort book. of redemption. So it's a book by Victor Hugo and it's a French, like very, very famous, famous French novel. And there's two main characters. There's Jean Valjean and Javert. And um, Jean Valjean is a kind of criminal... And Javar is the police officer who's trying to kind of capture him. And this that's kind of essentially the crux of the story. Um and then in there's all these other little side bits woven in where it's saying it traverses a huge expanse of time. The staging of it is just breathtaking.
0: Does it look kind of fresh still? It's not it's dust on the scenery? It's completely
2: fresh. No, that's another thing. It's, it's incredibly fresh. The cast, like I was trying to sort of look up how long have this cast been doing. It's quite hard to find out that information, but... By and large, the cast—it's like this is the first time they've done it, and not as in oh, it's a bit ropey or dress rehearsally. They are slick, slick, slick. The singing is incredible. The orchestra is amazing. It's because each number we're saying again is a pretty much sung-through show um so it's kind of like you buckle in and it's just these rousing one song after another and whether or not you think you know any songs in Les of course you do you know Susan Boyle doing A Dream to Dream that is an incredibly emotive moment in the show um and the costumes are great I've just bear with me I've got an amazing little stats that I just I'd read so some amazing stats about the show is that there's about 101 cast and crew involved in each performance and each performance involves 392 costumes consisting of 1,782 items of clothing. Wow. So it's like when okay. you guys were talking about like Chicago and it's quite sparse sort of the way that they've costumed it. This one, it's epic. It's incredible. And again, lots of the costumes, it, they're kind of in rags. But to make them look like rags, it's such a, a different thing altogether. Um, it's so sad i mean i can like you like you at one, oh absolutely hon you can't not. you have a heart of stone if you don't you can hear people rummaging and usually be like stop that rummaging
1: but actually t- they're t- looking for
2: tissues oh. everyone is it's so men upset in the you know like kind of older men i saw crying there's nothing about it that's not amazing
0: i think the problem is is i really want to see it but by the time i'm sort of like oh i'll see that there's a whole load of new shows opened. It's hard to sort of
2: yeah, it's hard to fit but, it in, and also
0: because you know it's going to run forever. Like it's
2: true. This it's is again. I kind of think
0: oh, I'll see that next year. But next 2019, I'm doing is You
2: have to do it. So what's it I had its 30th anniversary a few years ago. There, um, worth little more stats. I love stats. Um, it's been seen by about 70 million people in 51 countries and 22 languages. Like that for me, just alone, you're kind of mm. think, I mean, the facts don't lie. It's a sensation. It's unprecedented.
0: Almost. It's unprecedented.
2: It's such a great, great show. And it really, like, I have not stopped humming, singing. I got the downloaded soundtrack again. Like it really, the songs are just terrific. I would absolutely encourage anyone, if you're just sort of thinking, let me, let's do the kind of full whammy of shows you should have seen yeah if you love I'm theater and you've it. not seen les mis who the hell are you quite frankly and you too i'm looking at I'm you i'm gonna
0: do it if okay. you go leicester square tickets um occasionally have discounted tickets for it not super cheap discounts but they'll have them down to like 35 or something okay. and yeah. i would pay that to see it I oh would.
2: absolutely it's terrific it's beautiful it's wonderful i can't rave about it enough and i would absolutely say it's my favorite musical on that note let's just do a quick round table Allah's favorite musical I know, I'm putting you on the spot, hon. You can't think about it too much.
0: Gypsy. I was going to say Gypsy, maybe, but I'm actually going to change and I'm going to go for Sweeney Todd.
1: (gasps) Grey Gardens. I'm changing mine. Oh, really? I loved Grey Gardens. So I'm going to say Sweeney Todd.
0: Swiftly moving on to another long-running musical um, that could one day be in the Pantheon with... Les Mis is, is Matilda which seems like it's been on forever oh, and yes. I saw that quite a few years back and you and Alice saw it for the first time a couple of weeks when back
1: we what did um, you guys think of it Alice what did you yeah. think I loved it I absolutely loved it yeah. I just I mean you wonder everybody raves about it so much yeah. you just sort of go and see it and you think those kids that are in it oh are like God. adults yeah. it's in their abilities and the choreography is so clever and we went to see, um, what did we go and see Groundhog Day? Yeah. And it was the same choreographer, I think. And the same composer. Same right. And it had the same quirkiness in that. Um, I don't know how to explain it. I think it's the movement.
2: The I movement of it all. When you're saying about the kids, my favourite thing that Alice and I were kind of giggling about during it is that they actually use the kids that are in it as the stage crew. So the kids are moving all the stuff around. So not only are these kids managing to remember the songs, remember the dance moves, they're moving furniture. And it really, I mean, if it's not placed in the correct place, you know, they're they're screwed. So it's like they've literally, the story being that, you know, kids, it's like, you know, cruelty to children and things like that. But literally they've got slave labor going on on stage. And that was really fun.
1: Also, just the the songs are performed, obviously they have some solos in there, but majority of the time it's a chorus of children, and they are angry children, and so the songs are big songs, they're big sings... the the energy is amazing isn't it yeah
2: it was so and it's a lovely story and there's again we don't need to bore everyone by telling the story everyone kind of knows but the whole kind of um Miss Trunchbull bit as well like when she comes on it was almost it's kind of pantomime villain-esque of the whole thing like people in the audience are booing when she comes on stage um it's and she's uh, amazing. Absolutely that whole performance was amazing. And some of the and again one of my favourite things in theatre is there's quite a lot of tricks in it, isn't there? Mm. Remember oh, stage
0: yeah. magic, yeah. They, like
2: when they throw they the girl the Throw a wee pigtails. girl, they get her by her pigtails. Miss Trunchwell gets the girl by her pigtails and swings around, swings around and the next thing, like, and it's so cleverly done, like she throws her, and then Alice and I we were in what were we in dress circle? Yeah. Um, but literally she lands in the stalls and it's I mean, the whole thing's obviously a dummy, but that was... I mean, people, like you could see the people in the stalls because Alice and I stood up to lean over to see what was going on and people in the stalls were freaking out.
1: Uh, it's one of those shows where, a little bit like we were saying about Swan Lake, if you're looking for something to do this Christmas with yeah, your family, and you might all be in your 20s, your 30s, you could all go and see this and Absolutely. have an amazing time. It's not a show for kids.
2: Not at all. It's just it's, a great story. It traverses ages and things and and it just... it's it's such it's the staging of it as well remember Alan they're doing the pushing the letters through and all of that remember and it's oh all, that was and my favourite song that was your favourite song because when it goes it's basically every word that they say begins with a letter and it's like magic. it's this whole big like kind of alphabet block thing on stage and they push the letter through of the word that they're singing what at that time
1: what song is that good.
0: I can't I know the one you mean Yeah, though. that's very clever oh it's so well, spelling's clever spelling's part of the story in the as well, whole spelling I'm yeah to spell. It's just, it really captures the essence of Roald Dahl is what I thought when I saw it. That yeah. like dark, comedic, it's not too, it's not too played to kids, but yeah. it plays perfectly to kids and their dark scent, like, you know, the darker elements, just everything about it. He's just, Tim Minchin's really captured Roald oh, Dahl's yeah. wit and everything.
2: I'd love to see Tim Minchin take on another Roald Dahl, you know, like something like george's marvelous medicine or it's it's it seems that he if he's got that dark mm. kind of tim burtony mm, the witches really. or oh, the witches oh my god i Musical would pay witches. for that
1: so how do you get tickets to see matilda because we went pay loads of money we got them through press yeah
0: you pay lots of money no
1: but you went to see it and you didn't pay lots of money yeah
0: but i was under 25 i did day seats day seats only for the under 25s i think
1: oh that's so that was
0: quite a while ago yeah um but other than that, I don't know, today's tick, uh, not today's tick, sorry, Leicester Square tickets yeah. occasionally have them, but again, it's a popular show, it's a family show, so it's not got a massive amount of ticket offers going, so you kind of pay your money. I don't know, I don't know what I'd recommend, find a time, not school holidays, That's true. on a Monday or Tuesday where it's not going to be as busy, if it's a big empty house, get some cheap seats and then ask for an upgrade when you arrive, possibly. Yeah, we went That's on a Tuesday notion. as
2: well, and they do a funny thing on a Tuesday every front seven,
1: don't get caught oh. out by that. Don't like be that caught.
2: Though, out. Yeah, it was an early finish, but that was yeah, that was a kind of funny thing. We kind of, we did ask a couple of people why they do that, and we didn't ever really get a satisfactory answer. No. But Alice and I, we kept thinking, we're like, oh, the child licensing. How are they working out for this? There's so many children in it. You know? If you, they can only work
0: to a certain time at night. So if you run over once, there was a story of Mary Poppins, which is coming back to the West End, by the way. Um, when that was on once, it over like it, the curtain was so late going up that. It ran past the time you're allowed to have children working till, which is maybe 10 o'clock. Yeah. So at 10, there was still 20 minutes of the show left. Kids had to go home. Oh, well, so they just had that to finish, ruins the
1: end finish had to finish
0: Mary Poppins just without them. They just had to sort of mime it to them.
1: No, Nobody flying those kites. No.
0: <laughs> Not at all. Um, one more show that I went to see on my day off. Uh, I did a double show day when I went to see Chicago. So I got my day seats... And then I went to Forty Second Street because Alice has seen it when it first opened few years ago.
2: Loved it. I keep
0: meaning to go see it, so I just went solo, bolo, solo. Yeah, and got myself went in fifteen pound day seat.
2: Oh, terrific! I
0: didn't get there till ten thirty, and they still had plenty of seats left. It's not. It's a big theater, and it doesn't. You know,
2: is that the one? Is that the Savoy?
0: Theatre Royal, Drury Lane. Anyway, went to to 42nd Street, 15 pound ticket, in the stalls, row K or something, great view right down the front. Me, at the Wednesday matinee, I was probably the youngest person by 45 (laughs) years. Um, But, like Alice has said, I think you've kind of talked about it before when we've um, discussed it, it's just so good.
2: I'd go again,
1: I'd go again. Well, see, I think I should go, shouldn't I? I used to tap, I mean, come on. Oh my god. Did you love um, like Fred and Ginger films when you were younger? Yes, because we were kind of brought up on those. Yeah, that was like our Sunday afternoon thing. We had yeah. them all on VHS. This is like seeing a Technicolor brought to life, glorious Fred and Ginger film. The tap, the routines are amazing,
0: and it's a chorus of 50, over fifty people.
2: Oh my
1: god! I think it's
0: fifty-four people tapping, and it's incredible. You never, you don't, you just don't see like companies that big. Even yeah. Les Mis doesn't have a chorus that big. No, and it's just like all of them on stage, there's no real storyline, it's like they put on a show, the young girl, she gets her first job, it's all very flimsy, and it's just about those dance numbers. It's
1: about the dance, and the costumes, and the set.
0: Oh, it's just fantastic. Just a
1: note to anyone that does get day seats, try and not sit on the front row, because you do miss the feet, and you need to see the feet in a show like this. Yeah, I've
0: heard the stage isn't actually that high, but it's more the formation, I think, like being able to see it from quite far back. But it's just oh, just
1: talking about it has made me want to go again. When is it on until? Have I got time? It's
0: only on to the fifth of January. Shit! I mean, but that beginning of January is always quite quiet, or in between Christmas Nothing and today. New Year. Oh, you ain't gonna see it. She no. might see
1: before Christmas. You
0: could try before Christmas. I Madeline, mean, honestly, it is magical. It's magical seeing it's so like fifty-four good. people, like especially that ending. I'll go, I'll
1: get day seats for us. Let's go next weekend.
0: So that was quite a big roundup of shows this week, yeah. old and new. Um... Hopefully we'll get to see some more stuff before Christmas. And if not...
1: Can I add one thing? If anybody saw Porgy and Bess... Porgy. Porgy. Porgy.
2: No,
0: Porgy, Porgy and Bess. It's
1: like Porgy and Bess is what you're saying. Naughty. I would like to ask if anybody saw Porgy and Bess. Porgy!
0: (laughs) Can you not say the word Porgy? I'm so
1: drunk off of that thing. I can't finish it. Can I
0: say Porgy? Try again.
1: If anybody went to see Porgy and Bess there. at you we missed it. Oh, I was on my well, it, was, it was my top tip, and I didn't even do it myself. Shit. It was a
0: short run, and also it's, I don't know. we have just we've been busy. I
1: know. If anyone saw it, please can somebody write in and tell us if it was any good, um, what they thought of it. We'd be really interested. Yeah, too. I'm
0: sad to have cool. missed that, but so many great shows coming up. Yep. to see so many that are still running. We want to see, but you'll have all that to look forward to one day, some point on this podcast. But until then, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Thirty and our Instagram is at Thirty Cup Podcast, where you can see a picture and recipe for the Hot Honey Rag cocktail, so you can enjoy that this winter, getting all nice and cosy. Yeah. And until next time, it's bye from Alice. Bye from me. Bye from Madeline.
1: Au revoir.
0: And bye from me.